Do you have a big age gap between your oldest and your youngest? We have eight years between our two kiddos and have homeschooled them both. At times, it was the best thing in the world to have a big age gap. At times, it was the most challenging thing ever to have a big age gap. And it's out of those experiences that I'm sharing today's three tips. Hi, I'm Paige Hudson, and welcome to Season 6 of the Tips for Homeschool Science Show, where we are breaking down one of the lofty ideals of teaching science into three building blocks you can use in your homeschool. In this episode, I'll share three tips to help you homeschool with a big age gap. If you have listened to this podcast for a while, you know that we have an eight-year gap between our kiddos. It's not the way we would have originally planned things, but it's what we have. And over the years, I have learned to embrace the beauty of this big age gap, especially when it comes to homeschooling. Learning to do this all starts with your own attitude. The truth is that we homeschooling mom and dads set the tone for our homeschool. If we see that big age gap as a positive thing, it opens up the possibilities and gives space for ideas that will fulfill that vision. If we see the age gap as a negative thing, well, that's exactly what it'll be. So I've shared before about the importance of embracing the season you are in, and it applies here too. If you embrace your big age gap and see it as a positive, it will be much easier to apply these tips. Okay, off my sunshine soapbox and on to the tips. So there are the standard tips of taking advantage of nap time. Our youngest gave those up around two years old. Thank you, son. And having your older student help with your younger one. But I wanted to share tips that we discovered through trial and error. Ones that help make my load just a bit easier. So if you're homeschooling with a big age gap and need a bit of help, here are three tips that will do just that. Number one, connect with morning time. For me, the first piece of the puzzle was always connection. As a family, I was worried that my children would grow up as two onlys that just shared a house for a bit. I didn't want that. I wanted them to be friends. I wanted them to know that no matter what, there was another human in this world beside their parents who had their back. And I knew that the best way to do this was through loads of shared experiences. If we couldn't combine for our homeschooling subjects, we could connect over morning time. So we connected over stories that I read aloud. We laughed at poetry. We listened to music. We attempted to memorize Shakespeare. And we did art together on Friday Fun Day. Connecting at morning time gave our kiddos lots of shared experiences, which provided the space for them to develop a close bond, despite their eight-year age gap. So embrace that big age gap and use a part of your homeschooling time to connect with each other. My second tip is to foster independent learning with your older kiddos. So the beauty of having a large age gap is that by the time your new little one comes along, your older one is well on their way towards mastering the basics. And what really helped us during these times was to choose a curricula or a curriculum that fostered independence during the middle school years, and especially during those high school years. So I looked for programs that would allow me to teach a quick lesson and then assign work for her to do or ones that would assign work and then give me the tools to discuss what she had learned adequately without having to do the work myself. We had meetings together to discuss her plans for the day, just after morning time, and before I would work with Little Man. 
in middle school, I would follow up with her again before lunch to see where she was at with her assignments and to have any discussion we needed to have. So we found that the key to independent learning was to realize that it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. That's why I say to foster it, assign the work, but be sure to review frequently. Don't just let those older kiddos loose or you will lose them. Instead, encourage them as they learn to manage their own learning and hold them accountable through routine check-ins. So embrace that big age gap and use it to foster independent learning. And my third tip is don't divide, provide. Even with connecting over morning time and fostering independence, there were still random times in the day when my oldest needed my attention right then and there. In the early days, I would try to divide my attention, which is a bit like trying to read and listen to a podcast at the same time. It just doesn't go well. I can remember one day very clearly where I was trying to help our oldest with an algebra assignment while simultaneously teaching our youngest his numbers. Let's just say a few things got jumbled up and there was quite a bit of frustration displayed. And that's when I decided to pull an old trick from the toddler days out of my homeschooling hat. We set aside a bin of toys just for when mommy needed to help big sis. I would get it down when one of her questions required more than a quick answer. This way, little man was occupied with toys that he didn't get to play with a lot. And I would be able to focus on helping big sis with her homeschooling questions. It was a win-win situation. It's one of the ways I found to meet both our kiddos' needs without having to divide my attention. So we also use things like movies, snacks, five minutes outside with a ball in a fenced yard to provide a bit of space for me to help out our oldest while keeping our youngest safe. In other words, instead of trying to divide my attention between two pressing people right there in front of me, I provided one with something for them to do, which allowed me to help the other with her homeschooling assignments. So embrace that big age gap and don't divide yourself in two. Instead, find creative solutions to provide for both your kiddos. So having a big age gap between your kiddos may not allow for easy combining of subjects, but that doesn't mean that you can't homeschool together successfully. Connect as a family with morning time, foster independent learning, and find ways to meet both your kiddos' needs without having to split yourself in two. These three things, mixed in with a whole lot of grace for the season, will help you successfully homeschool and even get a bit of science into the mix when you have a big age gap. You can find links and more tips and articles in this episode's show notes at elementalscience.com slash blogs slash podcasts slash this episode's number, which is 86. So that's elementalscience.com slash blogs with an S slash podcast slash 86. Thanks for listening. And I hope you have a great week playing with science. If you are still listening, you need to know about the new Facebook group we've started for the THS podcast listeners. That's you. We discuss the show's topic, add tips, and encourage one another on our journey to teach science. Sound good? Then head on over to facebook.com slash groups slash THS podcast to answer two simple questions about the tips for homeschool science show and join in on the fun. And before you go, I have to let you know that this podcast is free for you to enjoy, thanks to the products we offer at Elemental Science. Let us know what you thought about this episode by leaving a rating or a review in iTunes or in the podcasting app you use to listen to the Tips for Homeschool Science show. And if you're looking for more help with homeschool science... 
Elemental Science has loads of tips, books, and programs to support you as you teach science at home. Visit ElementalScience.com to learn more.